On the Rebranded Athlete Podcast, we discuss the transition from college athletics to the workforce and sit down with other athletes to hear about their stories of making the transition from leaders on the field to leaders in their career field. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Rebranded Athlete Podcast. I'm Sarah Lepe, the founder of Rebranded Athlete and the host of this podcast. So I have a question for you. Have you ever felt uncomfortable? Yeah, I know I have, and I'm sure that we all at some point in our lives have too. As a high-performing athlete, we're put into so many different situations that test our mental toughness day in and day out. When I was a freshman in college, one of the biggest eye-openers for me on the court competing against other college athletes and my teammates was how much your mental game outweighs the physical aspect of the game. My sophomore year in college, our team began to work with the school sports psychologist. His name was Ken Revisa, such a great guy. I still remember the first time I heard Ken say in our locker room, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And this talk came after a really difficult game and situation that we were in. And at that moment, it stuck with me, but I don't think it had a, a bigger impact than it did later in my life like I have now. And those words that he had, Ken always had, you know, you may as well call them Kenisms because he always had different things to say about the game. And more than just the game itself, those were life skills too. And it stuck with me so much that almost 20 years later, I still use it day to day. Ken was an amazing person. And unfortunately, he was gone too soon. I was really sad to hear the news a couple of years ago when he passed away. But really, one of the um, most amazing parts about his legacy is that he lives on in so many athletes day in and day out. I know that he had such a tremendous impact on my life. And I remember working with him directly when I was having um, some difficulty my junior year with some mental stuff that was going on. I just couldn't get my head um out of the clouds and and onto the court where it belonged. And he really helped me through a hard time. And I'm forever grateful for the work that I had with Ken because I truly believe it helped to shape me into the person that I am today. I'd never really struggled with the mental side of the game before college. And looking back, the reason why is because I was not pushing myself or being pushed out of my comfort zone. I was a natural athlete and I just adapted to the game. I didn't really think much of it. And so when I came into Fullerton, things were different. I remember my coaches my freshman year in one of the first practices, they wanted to change my footwork for my approach to attack the ball. And I was so frustrated because nobody had ever told me something like that, that I needed to do with my footwork and to come in thinking you know, that I was just gonna get to play right away in college and not have to worry about things like this, it really threw me for a loop. That was my first taste of getting out of my comfort zone. And at the time, little did I know that the new footwork that I was learning would be one of my biggest assets and strengths as I soon became one of the go-to outside hitters on the team. The mind is a powerful thing, you guys. It has the ability to shape us and make us believe whatever we tell it to. I found myself wanting to take my game to the next level. So I quickly learned that I had to get out of my head and into the game. 
as a working professional, I've found out that our mindset can also keep us from taking risk and keeping us fixed on our old habits and our old ways. And really, it can also prevent us from ever realizing our full potential. It's really easy, you guys, to get comfortable in your first job because you are an athlete and you are going to kick some butt in whatever job you have. Even if you have a, a little side job, you have that athlete mentality and you have that drive and people are going to want to make you the manager, the supervisor, the boss on the, your first or second day of work because they see your work ethic. I've come across many people in my profession that are so routine oriented that they've not changed things up in decades. We're talking, they love having that consistency, but at the same time, they haven't been able to challenge themselves to rise to a different occasion. It's okay to have routines, you guys, but don't get stuck, don't get complacent and stay in one spot. You always need to be challenging yourself so that you can grow. So think about this question. How do we truly reach our potential if we are unaware of what we're capable of? The simple answer, we don't. 75% of working professionals are unhappy in their current job. That's insane. That means that only 25% of people are truly happy with their professional lives. I wonder how many of those 75% have taken a scary risk or jumped to try something new. I doubt they have. Otherwise, they would be happy with what they're doing. So think about that. 25% of people are actually happy with what they do every day for work. And if you guys don't realize, you spend most of your life, most of your waking hours during the day doing a job or profession, right? The other part of the day, you're at home with your family or whatnot, but a good majority of your life, you are doing something to get money, to have income, to have a business, whatever it's going to be. You need to make sure that you land in something that makes you happy and drives you to get up each and every day and pushes you to get uncomfortable so that you can continue to grow. I moved out quickly in my profession, not because I was competitive, but because I truly believe that if you're not challenging yourself, you're missing out on opportunities to become an even bigger version of yourself. We are the ones that get in our own way. That's right. You're the one that gets in the way of you. Oftentimes, we self-sabotage ourselves because maybe we fear that change will not bring about the results we're looking for, or perhaps we're just content with the status quo, or maybe we're just too afraid because as an athlete, maybe you're afraid of failure. If you truly want to grow, you have to overcome fears and boundaries that you have most likely created for yourself in your mind then you have to have the courage to take the risk. So you can have the thought, but until you take that action, that's when the true change happens. Sometimes that starts with just one single step. And sometimes it's going after something that scares you to death. Those are the things that make the biggest impact and have the biggest results for change. You have to do something that is going to completely make you feel uncomfortable so that you can grow and rise to the occasion. So this year, in true fashion, I got out of my comfort zone. I started a business, which is something that I've never done before, nor did I ever believe that I had the capacity to do so. In my career, I pivoted from being a substitute teacher to a full-time classroom teacher to an assistant principal and now as a principal. 
I am now shifting part of my focus into becoming an entrepreneur and an athlete transition coach. Also some exciting news, I just released the pre-order of my very first book this weekend. Talk about getting out of your comfort zone, you guys. I had no idea where to even begin writing a book, but I found a way to do it and it's allowed me to grow professionally and personally. Had I not been comfortable being uncomfortable, I don't believe I would be an author now. Something that I teach my clients is to know who you are and what you want to give back to the world. Your core values are your compass that lead you through situations that are uncomfortable. If you have the mindset knowing that situation at hand is going to be uncomfortable, you will be able to figure out how to navigate and be content because on the other side of all that discomfort is a version of yourself that would only be discovered by taking risks and getting out of your comfort zone. I've been reading a book lately by Jen Sincero and she had a quote in her book. It says, you have to be willing to do what it takes to make change happen. You have to agree to get really, really, really uncomfortable over and over again. So realize that this is not just going to be a one and done process where you're going to get uncomfortable once in your life when you're done with sports. You're going to continue getting uncomfortable as you pivot away to the next things in your life, as you grow and as you discover who you truly are and what you bring to the world. As you transition into life after sports, you're not meant to just survive, stay stagnant, or settle, you guys. You didn't settle when you were an athlete playing at a high competitive level. Why would you do that in your life? Okay, you deserve more. You deserve the best. You deserve to be a high level person outside of your sport. You are meant to keep growing and thriving. The end of your athletic career is just the beginning of growing yourself and finding out who you truly are and what you're meant to do. The only thing you have to remember is to get ready for the next play, just like you did on the court. Stay on your toes, be content with the idea that in order for that growth to happen, you're gonna have to be willing to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. If you found value in this podcast, do me a favor, take a screenshot and tag Rebranded Athlete on Instagram so that we can share with all the followers. I truly appreciate all your support. I also have the pre-sale of my very first book, Pivoting from the Game, that's available now to pre-order. So go check us out on rebrandedathlete.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and click on the links to pre-order your book today. Take care, you guys, and I'll catch you next time on the Rebranded Athlete Podcast.